whatever, it's ball game over. Klubnik deflected and incomplete. Florida State wins at Clemson. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Sean McDonough with the call this past weekend on ABC. McDonough also maybe with like the line of the season by any announcer, right? With like the Clemson kicker who's like uh, the walk-on or whatever that story. He goes, wow, this would be a real Hollywood ending if he made the kick. Like second of silence, McDonough goes, well, the writers are on strike. (laughs) (laughs) Great line. It's a great line by Sean McDonough. And a great game with Florida State and Clemson last week. Uh, Big-ass power hour on the way. Well, we call it that because it's power hour with a big ol' ass. It's going up in 20 minutes. All our analysis uh, side in total. Week four in the National Football League starts again 20 minutes from now. But uh, we're on the precipice of Santa Locky, Ken Barkley, giving us his entire college football card for the weekend. Now, before we officially board the locomotive, Ken, uh, what's the card look like this weekend? Last weekend was pretty aggressive. Uh, yeah. But like six, the, the sweet 16 of, of games with bets, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, how's it looking this weekend? I, I, yes. I love a good volume weekend. I'm hoping we got like 16 again. Uh, I don't know if it's 16. There's, I mean, more than enough. Uh, two tonight, which is really fun. And I uh, haven't had any like weeknight or a lot of weeknight bets, I guess, on the card. Yeah, uh, six, eight, and two last week. And the pushes were sent from heaven miracles that were going to be losses and then weren't. Ohio State and Wyoming like just you just go thank you so much like please like this is um, please like no no really don't and that's like okay i guess so uh six eight and two last week uh 27 25 and two so we went from four over to back to two over basically like we're just right back where we started from we're gonna try to kind of get something going here as we go into october which should be fun uh number of bets i mean i'll give you like a little estimate uh we might i don't think we're gonna get to 16 again we're gonna get really close probably like 13 14 something like that absolutely absolutely love it what would that be like the the tremendous 13 the the fabulous 14 in terms of the bets yeah hopefully not like the why maybe not 13 13 is an unlucky number right so maybe we try to do 12 or 14 just to really like let's get let's i don't, we don't want to tempt fate it, right it's you know what how about this screw fate i think it should be 13 Ooh. bets take well, the one that you don't 16. like definitely wasn't sweet, was sweet 16 so well, maybe all these maybe all, could, these, all bets are off but they're not it it could have been worse uh it's time yo it says friday september 29th on the actual calendar, but deep down, the real ones know it's December 25th. It's Friday. It's time for all the bets. It's day five of Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Picked off. Real estate ahead. Shiloh Sanders. Stunned like his daddy! Touchdown! The roar of the crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. Do you know what we have to do? We must dance.
laying out those picks for the weekend. Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, two bets for for tonight for Friday night, which is really fun. Uh, gonna, gonna take a pair of underdogs, one you one you you may not want. Um, I I think I really like both these bets, but this will be this will be pretty interesting. Uh, Louisville goes on the road for the first time. They play at NC State tonight. I uh, gotten off to a great start this year. Obviously, haven't lost. Uh, Jeff Brom starting his his Louisville career really well. Um, this will be a lot different, I think, than what we've seen so far. And we've already seen Louisville play two very close games against two completely different teams. Georgia Tech, kind of a nail-biter down to the wire. Louisville ends up winning uh, by less than, well, by one possession in that game. Then played a bizarre close game against Indiana, which maybe was like a little telling that Louisville's going to be good this year and they're well-coached, but just like winning on the road by margin by more than a field goal, maybe a little tough. I make this game essentially like a pick, no difference between the teams, makes it kind of a coin flip, and you, uh, the market is giving me three and a half points with NC State. Um, I have no idea whether they're going to win or not. I, I do think they can keep the game close enough of the time to make this bet valuable. Um, so NC State three and a half, bet number one. The Utah-Oregon State game is just like insanely interesting. I don't think Rising's going to play if I had to give my best guess. They are, they are idle next week and then play the week after that. So it kind of makes sense. Maybe like don't rush him back for this game and then like get the week off and then he actually makes his debut in a couple weeks. That's just my best guess. Um, whether he plays or not at the current market price, and I, I understand it's important whether he plays or not, like he's good and and better than everybody else on the roster. Uh, I like Utah in the game, but only like, I don't even know if they're going to win. I just like them plus the points. Kyle Whittingham plus four against a team in Oregon State that I've had a ton of questions about all year, but a, a lot of money on the win total under before the year got absolutely worked by Washington State last week. Now, Utah won't ask those same questions. Washington State throws the ball downfield. Their quarterback Cam Ward had like an incredible game. Utah's not going to do that but ability to convert third downs, red zone. Like these are areas where Utah should have a lot of success because people that play Oregon State are going to have a lot of success. Just makes it really tough for Oregon State to win the game by margin. You get Whittingham plus four. I honestly think it, it might be that easy. If you go back and look at even like the last five years of his career, he's been at Utah for a really long time. Not a guy who like ever gets blown out in any game. I mean, he's just the nuts as a coach. He's the best. Never gets blown out in any game that he plays. Couple like 10 point losses in the last four or five years. When he loses, it's like an excruciating three point loss and you almost can't believe they lost the game. And you get four with him against a team that I still have a ton of questions about. Maybe Oregon State like dump trucks him off a loss and then Rising comes back and they go on a run. I just like the four. That's just where I'm at. So I bet Utah in the game. It was four and a half earlier, but like the current market price, I think is still four in the game. Now there are three and a half starting to appear. A bunch of fours available. I like the four with uh, with Utah. So NC's going to play both small dogs tonight. <laughs> it should be fun. NC State and Utah. Those are the two picks for Friday. For Saturday, we played Clemson, Florida State coming out of the break there. I don't think anyone like any like casual sports fan, casual sports better. It's like people who like talking about it. I don't think any of those people want Clemson anymore. I think we're all kind of done. <laughs> I think everybody's got jokes and like the season's kind of over. You're not going to make the playoff. You have two losses. So we're noting only one of them is a conference loss. So there's actually a lot to sell the team still uh, in terms of performing down the stretch. And I get it. Like they're going to a place Syracuse. They've had some trouble previously. It's really weird to go there and play a game. So like maybe this is like the ultimate trap and their season's really over. I can just never, ever, ever get to this number. So I bet a little less than seven. It's been six and a half the whole week. It's seven now. That move literally happened like 20 minutes ago. I, I think I would, I'm well, I don't think I would bet seven. I just have six and a half. I like seven. I would bet seven if I didn't have six and a half. Syracuse is undefeated. Yes, they also trailed Army at halftime. You look at the closing points present in those games. I just... 
Like they almost have to beat Clemson to make like just no. Like that's just there's still a difference here. No matter how bad Clemson's played, I just think there's still a difference. Uh, I like Clemson at six and a half, seven in the game a lot. Um, this next game is going to be like kind of a weird explanation with a wait and see approach. So Pitt is playing at Virginia Tech. Neither team has announced who their starting quarterback is going to be for this game. I think we feel really confident for Virginia Tech. It will be the backup. Uh, Kyron Drones, I think is his name. I think he's going to play. Rubens. Uh, and what? Yeah, right. Exactly. Spelled differently, to be fair. Ruben Drones, uh, O-U-G-H, I think. But uh, gonna, I think Drones is going to be Virginia Tech's starting quarterback. I think we kind of know that based on some of the talk during the week. Uh, Narduzzi is basically being like, Maybe it's Djokovic, who got, I think, concussed or knocked out of the game last week. Uh, maybe it's the backup, who's like an F minus minus. Uh, what I would like to do in this game, and the number is uh, pit to an half on the road right now. What I would like to do in this game is bet Virginia Tech. And honestly, like, I don't, I think Djokovic's going to play. And I think what's going to happen is Narduzzi's going to tell you he's going to play at some point right before the game. Uh, this is a night game tomorrow. And the line is going to go up toward Pitt because he's announced as playing. And he's much better than the backups, even though I don't think he's that great either. And wait until the last possible second and then bet Virginia Tech. If it's the backup, you're going to get like a really small point spread in the game anyway. Maybe about what it is right now or like pick or Virginia Tech small favorite. I like them in the game no matter who plays. My concern is just for me to yell at you to bet Virginia Tech and then Djokovic's playing and you're like, but the number's moving in the opposite direction. Like, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, I'm telling you, like, I don't know if he's playing or not. And if he's playing, you're probably going to get a better number. Anything in this range is good. But like wait out the quarterback news and then I would just bet Virginia Tech when when we know uh, night game in Blacksburg. And I think Pitt is even worse than everyone else does. I actually think this is like actually an incredible situation for Virginia Tech, even with a backup quarterback to get a win. Uh, so Vatek, that's going to be a bet. Uh, Virginia in the ACC. Nobody wants them either. They're playing Boston College. These are two of the worst teams you could possibly imagine, like a true eyes bleed kind of a game. And I don't think either team, even at home, should be favored by more than a field goal against the other. And because it's three and a half, if it was at Virginia and Virginia was three and a half, we'd bet Boston College. Uh, I like Virginia plus three and a half in the game. Obviously think they're live to win. Both teams brutal and you just get points and what home field advantage in this kind of a game. It's like a 2 p.m. start against Virginia. Uh, we bet South Alabama in week one. It went horrible. They haven't had a great year up to this point. They dropped another game. I still kind of think there's a good team here, maybe like a really, really good team. And now they start conference play and you get him as a dog at James Madison, who's like put up some good results. I, I think it's like the last time I'm going to play South Alabama this year unless they show something, but I will play them in the game. Um, just feels like a buy low on a team. Turn the page to conference play. Maybe you get something good. South Alabama's plus three. They're also, they're two and a half, I think right now in a couple places. Three not as important in college. You want it, but it's not as big as like it is in the NFL. South Alabama, if you want to bet them to win, whatever. Uh, this will be a test. I don't know if Minnesota is going to show up a lot in this game after what happened against Northwestern last week. They led 31 to 7 and lost to Northwestern. Uh, that's pretty rough, especially for those of us that have a Minnesota win total over ticket. I don't know if they're going to show up for like an early kick against Louisiana at home, but the number's really small. And I think I trust Fleck to cover this number still, and I think it should be more than this. Um, really, really hope I don't like turn it on. It's like, oh, Minnesota slept walk through the first half. It's 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Minnesota 11 at home, which is just a funky kind of a game. I think it's too short of a number. Uh, next game, and the number for this actually didn't used to exist, and now it has... I was kind of hoping that Michigan would get bet against Nebraska. Famous last words, they're awesome. Uh, now we're more than 17, and that's when I kind of want to start betting Nebraska. So I'm going to 17 and a half and 18 at home. Uh, I think Michigan is 
almost certainly going to win this game. We bet Nebraska last week, kind of a tough luck weather delay backdoor cover to not cover the number in that game, which was pretty tough. But Nebraska's given you some pretty good performances. Michigan's had trouble covering big numbers. Uh, road, conference for the first time. It just feels like a, a good setup to uh, to just take a really big number in the game. Michigan wins, but I think probably keep a close rock fight game. More than 17. Uh, I get to lay Washington. I got to do that a few weeks ago. It was awesome. I bet Cal last week. Colin made fun of everyone who bet Cal like 20 minutes ago, and that was me, and I lost by a million. We bet Washington against Michigan State. Mercifully, we get to do this again with Arizona, who may not have their starting quarterback. 19 against Arizona. Washington. Uh, every time Matt Campbell is a giant underdog in any game for the rest of his career, I'm going to bet him. He's literally the best at this all the time, and they're playing better. And Oklahoma, I think, is kind of fraudulent and has been in weird close games against teams. And then the final score kind of masks how close the game was. Iowa State plus a lot. It's like 19 right now. Uh, Kanish liked Houston against a backup in, in, in Texas Tech. Lost their quarterback to a broken leg earlier this uh, earlier last week. Kanish likes Houston. I like Houston, long as it's more than a touchdown plus points. Uh, a number that's appeared that I didn't expect. I'm laying Georgia because it's 14 now against Auburn. Auburn can't score on anyone good. Couldn't score on AM last week. Here's Georgia, 14. I, like, again, just me, I kind of think that's crazy. And I don't even think Georgia's like as good as they've been previously. Has to be 14, 14. LSU two and a half. I just think that they're way better than Ole Miss. Uh, I think Missouri's really good, and we played on them a bunch, and they're 13 and a half against Vanderbilt, who has no home field advantage. Uh, less than two touchdowns, Missouri. And that's basically it. Just Kansas, Texas for a second, because like I do like Kansas in the game kind of just like subjectively like oh like could they kind of keep it close maybe the number is bad like i don't want the number so if you're like oh i thought you kind of like kansas i bet texas to win the big 12 i think kansas is a little live in the game i like them the rest of the year i hate the number like it was 17 and a half when we were talking about it earlier in the week so i have no bet on kansas texas the game uh, i bet texas to win the big 12 before this game and then they play oklahoma next week with a little bit of kansas as a long shot the idea maybe i add them more after this game to be the second team that makes the Big 12 title game. So nothing on that game from a side or total standpoint. Um, before, the, oh, I can do the recap real quick, right, Nick? Can you do the recap. Real I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I was yes. And then I have, and then before we depart the locomotive, I have one more question for you also. But go sure. Ahead. Uh, NC State in Utah tonight, Saturday, Clemson, Virginia Tech. Just wait. If it's Djokovic, maybe you get a better number. Virginia, South Alabama, Minnesota, Nebraska, Washington, Iowa State, Houston, Georgia, LSU, and Missouri. Uh, your locomotive has concluded for Friday on uh, September 29th. I absolutely love it. Uh, just for the people out there, like what about USC, Colorado? Just any, even if there are no bets, any thoughts there with USC laying 22, about 72 and a half the total? Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I worry about Colorado's ability to stay competitive when they get no time off and play games week after week after week after week after week with like no depth. Like this is where that aspect of their team really gets tested. Like it got tested last week. Wouldn't be surprised if USC won by 900, but spreads 21 and a half and it's a weirdo early kickoff. No bet. Ken, if you had to describe a physical attribute of the power hour to someone, how would you describe it? Uh, a gigantic rump. <laughs> this is a big ol' ass, big ass power hour. Thoughts for week four in the NFL, next.